Denver Broncos pass rusher Randy Gregory could make his return this Sunday against Colt McCoy in the Arizona Cardinals. Why does Gregory want to play this Sunday more than anything? We'll dive it down on today's episode of the show. Plus, the Broncos, the banged-up Broncos, are getting some guys back in action. And outside of that, Sarah and I, we take a look. Which players have the most to prove with just four games remaining on the season? We dive into that and much more on today's brand-new episode, Lockdown Broncos. You are Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Broncos country? Welcome into a brand new episode of Lockdown Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much to everybody in Broncos country for tuning in and making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day, free and available everywhere you get your podcast in audio format or whether you're watching on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you scan that QR code at the top of the corner. That way, if you want to listen to Lockdown Broncos on the go, it pulls up how you can listen to us on every single platform from the south stands to the end zone i'm your host as always cody rourke broncos reporter from mile high sports joined alongside as always by my co-host sarah benninger site expert predominantly orange.com sarah my friend this has been a very interesting week right because we've been really focusing okay is russell wilson going to clear concussion protocols you know you know maybe have a chance to play on sunday lost in all that is the fact that the Broncos have several guys returning, and I was at practice on Wednesday at the UCL Training Center, Sarah, and we saw Randy Gregory dressed out. We saw Billy Turner dressed out. Like, Broncos getting some good news, but I, I want to focus here on Randy Gregory because this has been – I think you and I have both seen this on Twitter, and we've both seen it in the YouTube comment sections. A lot of people are like, oh, Randy Gregory, oh, he's just so injury poor. Like, you know, obviously, like, the injury is not good, but Gregory gave a very, very interesting take to our good friend Mike Kliss on Thursday at the UCL Training Center about him wanting to play because the Broncos activated his window on Wednesday. He wants to play on Sunday. Exactly. And coming off the heels of the team being eliminated, I think his words hold some serious weight. You know, he said, like you said to Mike Kliss, he told him, I've shut it down enough. I've missed a lot of time and I'm to the point where I want to help where I can. And look, Randy Gregory, when he signed on, he didn't sign on to a you know division champion playoff team. He signed on to the last place Denver Broncos. So he's got to be part of the solution now of getting this team out. We've seen over the last few weeks since the Bradley Chubb trade, we've seen a lot of different guys get reps off the edge. We've seen a lot of guys show varying levels of productivity. Not much consistency, though, off the edge, Cody. We've seen we've seen bursts from, you know, Nick Benito and Baron Browning and even Jonathan Cooper of late and Jacob Martin when he first got to the team. They all showed flashes, but we need Randy Gregory out there to show that he can be that consistently dominant guy that we had seen in the first few weeks of the season. Because remember, I mean, he was maybe not racking up the sacks, but he was forcing fumbles. He was making an impact on the game when he was out there. So it's important for him to be out there. I think he and he's right. He's right about that. It's not a thing where you're like, all right, let's just shut him down for the season. No, we need to see him out there playing. We need to see him out there with his teammates making an impact. And just like with so many other players, it's important to know what you're going to be getting for the rest of the season and into next season from a guy like Randy Gregory. And I know you and I have kind of weighed the pros and cons. If Randy Gregory is able to return, do you just shut him down because you invested this money in him? Do you want, like, Broncos being eliminated, do you want to risk him having, like, another injury, right? Like, I think we can all look at the Kyler Murray situation right now and say, oh, 
you know, Kyler just got paid a lot of money. Now he's going to miss a majority of next season. Obviously he's not going to play in this weekend's game against the Broncos, but like for Gregory, I, I, I think you're right. Like they have missed his impact since week four. And he, he was having such a huge impact on the defense. And the moment that the Broncos traded Bradley Chubb, remember we, you and I were talking about, okay, well, they're banking on Randy Gregory returning. They're banking on Baron Browning being that guy, the starter opposite. Well, because Randy Gregory's his knee recovery is taking a little bit longer than he had hoped for. It, it's been Jonathan Cooper and Baron Browning. But I mean, Sarah, we watched some of these other teams that the Broncos have gone against that have really, really good disruptors at outside linebacker or defensive end guys like Max Crosby, for example, uh, you know, you go back to even the Carolina Panthers and Brian Burns, just those matchups there. And it's easy because we're sitting there like the Broncos don't have a guy like that. And Randy Gregory, in my opinion, sir, I feel like can be that guy. And I think we saw that through the first four weeks of the season. He's a disruptive, dominant force. Denver has not had that since he's been out. And he's going to be somebody that comes in a game like, you know, this game against the Cardinals. We talked about it on crossover Thursday, right? It's not necessarily a premier matchup at this point in the year, especially if we're talking about Colt McCoy versus potentially Brett Rippon, depending on what the status is of Russell Wilson. It's not a household matchup by any means, but I think there's a lot on the line in this game for players and for coaches, obviously, and for the, the ownership group in Denver. They want to see a good product being put out on the field. The Broncos have not been good at home this year Cody so it's an opportunity to go out and win a home game before you hit the road to go play Los Angeles and Kansas City and then finish out the year against the Chargers at home you need to finish strong especially at home and I think Randy Gregory is that guy okay you're going up against Colt McCoy right it's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things but if Randy Gregory can go out there and show that burst if he can go out and win his matchups make plays on third downs help the Broncos close out a potential victory those are the things that you do need to see. I mean, it's just like we talked about this right before we started the show. It's kind of like in the preseason, right? There's not really any, obviously there's no playoff implications. The Broncos can't make the playoffs, but you're in evaluation mode. You need to see good things from your best players. And Randy Gregory is one of those guys. He's a guy that the Broncos are banking on. He'll be with the team next season, and he's going to be counted on to be one of those key matchup type players that they can rely on to say late in games we believe that he can be our closer or when we need a big turnover he can go get the quarterback in less than you know two or three seconds he can be that guy to go out there and make that big play i'm excited to see him back cody i think regardless we we talked about this a couple what was it just a couple days ago after the Kansas City loss and Russell Wilson getting injured? It's like, or maybe it was right before we talk about what what is to be excited about at this point in the Broncos season. Like things have been going so badly offensively. You have so many injuries. I think Randy Gregory coming back to the field, Cody, is something to be excited about because he's one of your best players and it gives you an opportunity to evaluate one of your best guys over the final four games. Well, I think maybe it changes the perspective, hopefully, from Broncos country about him. He's like, look, I've been I've shut it down long enough. I've been on the shelf long enough. I'm ready to get off the shelf. I want to come back and I want to play. I think that'll buy some good faith in the eyes of Broncos country. Four games remain for this Broncos team. We'll see if Randy Gregory will play. The Broncos activated his 21 day window on Wednesday. There's 24 days left essentially in the season. Will he play this Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals? That is a big time question. We'll dive into continuously throughout this week, leading up through kickoff against 
face the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday. But coming up here in just a moment, Broncos country. We have the banged up Broncos getting some help back. They've also played some guys on injured reserve. It's been some roster shuffling for the Broncos this week. What does everything look like here with just four games remaining? You get that on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. But this episode of the show is brought to you by our friends at Tommy John. And don't make your loved ones face the dead of winter in old T-shirts, ancient underwear, and ratty sweats. Help them fight cold with Cozy. Give the gift of Tommy John. In Tommy John, you're that much more comfortable so you can do everything better. Shop Tommy John's Wrap It Up sale right now and give the gift of comfort to everyone on your list, including yourself with new Tommy John underwear, loungewear, and pajamas with over 18 million pairs sold. Giving Tommy John has become a holiday tradition. 97% of women and men love getting a gift from Tommy John. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. So celebrate soft this season with the gift of new Tommy John underwear, loungewear, or pajamas. And every gift's backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Hurry to Tommy John's wrap it up sale and get 30% off everything plus free shipping at TommyJohn.com slash locked on. Order now so your gifts arrive before the holidays. 30% off plus free shipping at TommyJohn.com slash locked on. TommyJohn.com slash locked on. See site for details. With four games remaining on the season, the Denver Broncos should be getting some players back from injury as they hope to close out the season on a high note, despite the fact that they have been officially eliminated from the playoffs. Thank you so much, Broncos country, for tuning in, making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day. Free and available everywhere you get your podcasts in audio format or whether you watch on YouTube. We appreciate you so much, Broncos country. Don't forget to comment if you're watching on YouTube. Like the video as well. Comment for the algorithm so this gets pushed out to more members of Broncos. Coast country. All right, Sarah. Look, we the theme this season has really been the banged up Broncos, right? Obviously, like the disappointing win-loss stature. There's been so many games lost by players being out, right? You can maybe make an argument in several games. Well, if the Broncos have this guy, they may win this game. Uh, there, there's been a lot of that there. We, we just talked about Randy Gregory and him you know, kind of chomping at the bit to get back this Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals. I was very surprised on Wednesday, Sarah, going out to practice at the Pat Bowen Fieldhouse. It was indoors for team stretch. They were outside for practice. Guess who we saw back in uniform with a helmet, a jersey, doing stretches? Offensive tackle, Billy Turner. Now, Sarah, obviously we know he signed a one-year deal with the Broncos this past offseason, missed a good portion of the season, came back against the Los Angeles Chargers on Monday Night Football, suffered a knee injury, obviously against the Carolina Panthers. And all of a sudden, I mean, everyone's now thinking to themselves, or I think it was Tennessee, it was Tennessee or Carolina, one of the teams that was blue. I was at the stadium. It was one of those things. But now Billy Turner, like I was really surprised, Sarah, to see him back because I think we all thought like, okay, hey, he got a knee injury of the same knee he had surgery on. Oh, they're probably going to shut him down for the season. He was stretching. He was jogging. He was doing his normal thing. So, I mean, I guess this could be some good news for the Broncos, who could be getting guys back on top. Russell Wilson doing a lot of activity, seemingly ahead of schedule inside the NFL concussion protocol. Right. I mean, Russell, we saw video footage of him out there running around with his teammates before practice. We heard reports, and I'm sure you saw, Cody, of him doing some light throwing work, obviously all within the parameters of the NFL's concussion protocol. So it's not like Russ is out there doing more than he's supposed to be or like the Broncos are allowing him to do more than he's supposed to be. So he's out there getting ready. I think he is going to make a big push to play, right? I think that obviously you look towards this game like it's meaningless in terms of playoff implications, but it means 
means a lot to these guys. It means a lot for them to finish strong no matter what because you don't want to have a terrible taste in your mouth going into the offseason, right? And Russell Wilson, you know, it's going to be fascinating to see. But obviously having Billy Turner back will help tremendously. If he's able to go out and play, I think he's a good player, obviously, right? And he can play a multitude of positions. So if Reisner is not able to go at left guard, maybe Billy Turner slides in there or right tackle. Does he start over Cam Fleming or is he just an emergency guy? One way or another, Cody, it's I think it's important is the right word that I'm looking for to see the Broncos getting healthier and healthier here as the season goes along because injuries have been the unfortunate story. Like you mentioned, I mean, you could point to any number of games and any number of different players throughout the season that if if you had this player, this game could have gone differently. You could even look at this Kansas City game without Cortland Sutton, how different that game could have been. You know, if you know, it doesn't matter at this point. Now we're looking ahead. These getting these guys back, though, it's nice to see. I don't care if there's four games left or three games left, getting guys back from injury and seeing them out there being able to play, being healthy enough to play in an NFL game. It's huge. Broncos country. I mean, there's there's four games left, but you only get the opportunity to watch this team at home two more times. Right. Like while the season has been so disappointing and it's so frustrating I guarantee you, we're going to get to the point where people are like, oh, I miss Broncos football. I miss being able to watch football on Sundays. Now, while the season has not given Broncos fans much optimism to say, okay, I'm excited to watch the Broncos on Sunday. I, I think there are a lot of things like, what, you never know what you have until it's gone, right? So obviously the, the season, the offseason is going to approach for Denver very, very quickly. We know that there's a lot of things that are going to change. There's a lot of needs that need to be addressed. But enjoy these final two home games that Denver will have. You get to see the Arizona Cardinals this weekend, and then for the regular season finale, maybe the Broncos could play playoff spoils to the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, that wouldn't that be a nice way to go out this season? I think I would appreciate that, and, and you know what? You need to find a way to get some momentum and beat the Los Angeles Chargers as well. Then you also play Kansas City and the LA Rams on Christmas on the road. That's going to be some tough challenges right there for Denver. But I, I want to focus on this. You mentioned like – Billy Turner, his ability to play left guard as well, right? Like Dalton Reiser has been limited this week in practice. Where I think you and I are both kind of on the premise of saying, like, what the heck happened when Natani Muti was just claimed by the Las Vegas Raiders? And it just happened because the night before, Sarah, I was at Kareem Jackson's charity event. Natani Muti was there alongside various other Broncos teammates. And it was one of the coolest moments here. And this is kind of a, this kind of like puts things into perspective. It's not just about football, folks. Natani Muti was, you know, assigned, you know, a, a group of kids from the Boys and Girls Club. And the moment that this kid's name got called, he sprinted towards Natani Muti, ran up to him, gave him a big bear hug. And is like, I love you. You're you're my favorite player. Like, and then the next day he's on a plane to Las Vegas to go play for the Raiders. Like, dang, this kind of sucks, man. It kind of sucks. And obviously we've seen Luke Wattenberg struggle. I asked Nathaniel Hackett Wednesday uh, at practice about – you know, how do you make sure a guy's confidence like that doesn't, you know, fall, you know, because he's been thrown into some situations this year and hasn't looked the best. And he said, you know, we just got to keep plugging away, keep developing him. And he even alluded, Nathaniel Hackett said, we could have done a better job as coaches of putting him in some better situations. So maybe he's not ready just yet to play left guard and to be a starter in the National Football League. But I think it's good confidence for a guy like Wattenberg to get that. Obviously, you're not going to have Natani Muti, who I thought was like, hey, start Natani for the rest of the season to see what you have from him. Fortunately, we're not going to get that, Sarah. 
I know. I, I I was bummed about that. I'm glad you brought that up because really Natani Muti has been a guy that we've kind of been clamoring for a little bit. I mean, to a degree, right? We've been saying like, man, th- throw him into the starting lineup and see what happens. He's got the athleticism. He's got the raw power and strength. It's going to be a real bummer to see him in silver and black at this point. I don't know what his role is going to be for the Raiders. I don't know how much he's actually even going to play. I don't even know if he's under contract beyond the season. It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, I think he he did get a raw deal in Denver. And like you mentioned with Wattenberg, I do think the coaching staff could have put him in much better positions in that game. Giving a rookie left guard who's a center, you know, he came into the league as a center. I know he had some versatility, but came in as a center. He's going up against Chris Jones, the, one of the most, if not the most disruptive interior defensive lineman this whole season in the NFL. One on one, too. One on one. I mean, that's just emb- you're just setting up the guy for embarrassment. You're setting him up to get, you know, a lack of confidence out there. And I'm not saying that Luke Wattenberg is like shook or anything. I don't know. We haven't heard from him in particular, but it's one of those experiences that's just it's it's a terrible first impression to make on a, on a fan base uh, for yourself as an NFL player getting out there. I'm I'm really disappointed at the way the Broncos have handled some of their bottom of the roster stuff this year, whether it's Natani Muti letting him go, whether it's not at addressing the wide receiver position appropriately, whether it's the running back position and kind of just being a little too relaxed in terms of, okay, Melvin Gordon, he'll be all right, or M- Mike Boone will be coming back soon. This is not much the Broncos can do at certain points in the season, but at the same time, show a little aggressiveness. So I I don't like that they didn't get Natani Muti onto the active roster. I'm sure they had an opportunity to at least match the Raiders. And it's it seems to me, Cody, from the reports that we've seen out there, seems to me like he decided to leave. It's a bummer to see, Cody, I think, that he kind of chose Las Vegas over Denver in in the in in the grand scheme of things, which, you know, like you mentioned with that kid to come up to him, it's his favorite player. You know, that speaks to something else else too about what we talk about the Broncos and and these players having such an impact on people and the things that they do in the community so that's important to keep in mind especially this time of year when they're impacting kids that you know they're they're not getting to have that kind of interaction on a day-to-day it's so valuable for them so Natani Muti uh, sad to see him go. Uh, obviously, you don't want that, and you you love it. Yeah, mile high salute to him. I thought he did a great job with the opportunities he was given in Denver. Yeah, we wish we would have saw a little bit more opportunity and, and look. I mean, he was a guy that was getting first team reps in training camp, and then all of a sudden, you know, he had the knee injury, and then all of a sudden, he just like disappeared from Butch Berry's rotation, which. You know, the whole Bushberry thing, I think there's going to be changes. I think he's going to be one of the first changes that happens. And hopefully they uh, they come back to Mike Munchak with the boom box on the shoulder saying, baby, come back. You could blame it all on me. And maybe George Payton will take that one here for Mike Munchak coming up in this offseason. Broncos country, what are some things and who are some players who have the most to prove with just four games remaining on the season. That's something that you're going to get on today's episode, Locked on Broncos. But first, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Total Wine and More. In this holiday season, find what you love at Total Wine and More with so many great bottles to choose from. It's easy to find a new favorite Cabernet or Chardonnay or the perfect gifts for everyone on your list with some help from a friendly guide. And with all the confidence of knowing you found something special for the lowest price, love what you find only at Total Wine and More, curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas visit totalwine.com to learn more drink responsibly b21 
which is four games remaining on the season. Various players will have a lot to prove in the eyes of Broncos country, but who do Sarah and I have our eyes on in terms of evaluation season players who may be on expiring contracts after this year or young players to keep an eye on? Sarah, my friend, let's dive into this. And I think first and foremost, one of the guys that we're all interested in maybe seeing how these final four games go, it's the Broncos Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee, Dalton Reisner. As we know, he has been on the record saying he has not heard from the Broncos his agent has not heard from the Broncos regarding a contract extension. I mean, he even mentioned that, you know, it is what it is. It's definitely kind of stings a little bit, but he's a guy that missed, like, it's rare he ever misses a game, right? And he missed last week against the Kansas City Chiefs. You can always ask the question, you know, what what would it have been like if he was playing there? But we got to see a lot of good stuff from the Tani Mutu, who's no longer at Denver Bronco. Outside of that, he does have a chance to play this week against the Arizona Cardinals as he has been limited in practice this week. What are some things you're looking forward to seeing from Dalton Reisner with four games remaining? Yeah, you really just want to see him put together some really good games. He'll get another shot, hopefully, at Chris Jones when the Broncos go to Arrowhead to play the Chiefs. But I think just starting in the immediate, just go out and regardless if you're limited during the week, go out and have a great game against the Arizona Cardinals, against Vance Joseph's defense, right? So I think Dalton Reisner has an opportunity here to kind of prove, just like a number of other guys on this roster, that he's a second contract guy. And I think that there's no question about it, Cody. I'm sure the business of the NFL, we could see him move on at some point. But I'm I'm guessing, this is just a guess, I don't know anything, but I would guess that Dalton Reisner, a Colorado native, would probably want to stay with the Denver Broncos, if at all possible. And I thought we saw last season, I thought we saw him take a kind of a step forward again under Mike Munchak after, so 2019, his rookie season, he was really good. And then 2020, seemed like he took a bit of a step back. I thought he kind of took a bit of a step back forward then in 2021 under Mike Munchak. And here in 2022, it just kind of seemed like the whole offensive line hasn't quite been what we need it to be. I mean, I mean, it's been maybe better because Russell Wilson has the, you know, the the time to throw according to the, you know, the advanced metrics and things like that. And so it's maybe been better than it appears on the on the hoof. But I think just the eye test to me, Cody, they're not getting any push in the run game. They're not pass protecting well enough, in my opinion, or at least consistently enough. And so I think Reisner has a chance to go out there over these final four games and just put together something to prove you are worthy of a second contract, even if it is just a one-year deal to come back and kind of be penciled in as that starting left guard. Yeah, and I think you and I have talked about it. We envision there's going to be a lot of change in the offensive line. I mean, we think that Garrett Bowles will be back. Obviously, Quinn Miners, we know, will be back. But we even question, like, hey, Dalton Reisner may or may not be back. Lloyd Cushyberry may or may not be back. And then, obviously, you have to find your long-term solution at the right tackle position. I'm eager to see what Dalton Reisner can do. Because, like I said, he's always a guy that is always willing to meet with us, you know, through the good through the bad and he always maintains like good leadership good composure uh, you know it's just yeah it's one of those things you know he's looking to return to denver and we'll see how things play out but i want to you know mention a couple things too as well you know we're looking at some young wide receivers I, for me i want to see how these guys do because next year i mean it's going to be very interesting i mean we've alluded to the fact the broncos maybe could look to trade a wide receiver during the nfl draft potentially Cortland sutton being one of those guys tim patrick's coming back off of acl injury jerry judy as we talked about is your number one receiver and the Broncos are sitting KJ Hamler for the rest of the year so he can come into training camp next year fully healthy, fully ready to go to get a full head of steam really on kind of that preparation to kind of get back to where he needs to be. So it's like guys like Jalen Virgil undrafted rookie free agent, Brandon Johnson, Montreal Washington, who they drafted in the fifth round. These guys are essentially, I mean, also auditioning 
for a job, I feel like, going into next year. And I, how much of that changes when, you know, if Russell Wilson doesn't play on Sunday or if it's Brett Rippon, the quarterback, like how do these guys elevate their stock a little bit? I mean, we saw Jalen the Virgil, Brandon Johnson, two undrafted guys get their first career touchdowns on the road in some big-time road games for Denver this season. Montreal, Washington, we've seen flashes in the return game, but realistically, he has struggled, I'd say, for a good portion of this season. There's a lot of competition at that position. But, Sarah, I know you're excited about one position group that you hope to see a little bit more of. We talked about Randy Gregory. But I know you want to see a little bit more from Baron Browning, Nick Benito, and Jonathan Cooper. Cody, I am looking forward to watching this edge group for the Denver Broncos with all these young guys out there, and as well as free agent Randy Gregory. And here's the thing. I'll give you my hot take kind of in the pre-offseason stage for I'm assuming George Payton will be making the calls in the offseason. If I'm George Payton, I'm not touching the edge position early on in the NFL draft. I'm not going after the edge position with big free agent dollars again. And the reason being, you obviously signed Randy Gregory to the big money free agent contract. You use your top pick in the 2022 NFL draft on Nick Benito. You make the bold move to change Baron Browning, his his position from off ball linebacker to the edge. Then you go out and you get a guy like Jacob Martin at the trade deadline who's under contract next year. You also have Jonathan Cooper under contract next year. Look. I know everybody wants the quickest fix in the NFL today. And I understand, and I'm not saying pass on a really great prospect if he's sitting you you know, straight in the face. If a top five or top ten guy somehow falls to the Broncos pick in the first round or a first-round caliber guy falls to them in round three, I'm not saying just pass on it for the sake of passing on him. What I am saying is you don't need edge guys. You have the guys that you can evaluate right now, and you have to bank on their development a little bit, right? You have to project some in terms of their development you can't just say well it, it didn't turn out exactly the way we wanted with Nick Benito in his rookie year so that's a you know we're, we're not going to plan on him making any sort of significant contributions in 2023 or the same with Baron Browning oh he wasn't consistent enough setting the edge you know things like this Cody these are the types of things that get you in really big trouble because the Broncos have such other needs on this roster they have to be able to go into the 2023 offseason in my opinion banking on the you know the projections that they have the development of these edge guys these guys getting stronger better at the point of attack better at setting the edge you have to project that and you have to bank on that you can't just go out and try to always sign somebody who's proven in that regard you can't just throw money at stuff you can't just throw high draft picks at stuff you've already done that you've already done those things you have to be able to see these guys produce i think these next four games are going to be huge for giving the broncos confidence that at least if there's one position on the roster at least they can bank on the edge being something that they know they can rely on in 2023 that is a big hope, and and I think hopefully next year, Sarah, hopefully it is Baron Brown and Randy Gregory, your two premier guys at edge rusher, and that they're getting to the quarterback at a high rate. Draymond Jones is going to be a free agent. Who knows how everything's going to pan out there? He's also another guy that was banged up and, and may not play this week against the Arizona Cardinals. But Broncos country, one thing is for certain, Sarah Bettinger and myself will have you covered every single day, every step of the way for all the Denver Broncos news, content, coverage, and more that you need here on the Lockdown Broncos podcast and your favorite audio podcasting platform, or whether you watch on YouTube. We'll find out the status of Russell Wilson as it pertains. We 
might do an emergency episode on that once we get a little more clarity. Would not be surprised if he does play based on what we saw this week on Wednesday's practice, Thursday's practice. We'll see how things go as well here on Friday. Broncos country, thank you so much. We'll see you for the post-game report. Broncos Cardinals on Sunday.